Welcome back, people. This is the Bad Blood Podcast. We've got a lot of legend with us today. Literally, Ashington's customato has been said. It's Alan Buller. He's, the man's been everywhere, done that. He's been a bit of a bad lad in his past as well, but he's done brilliant things for the community. Um, just introduce the sponsor first, cbdselection.co.uk. If you're struggling for anything, anxiety, stress, needs improvement on your sleep, head over to cbdselection.co.uk. They've got all sorts of products, vapes, e-liquids, gummy bears, even skin products. I've got a uh, discount code here for you, BBP666. That's BBP666, and that's for 10% discount. Right. I'll also like to introduce the uh, link up that we've done with the Pugilist magazine. Um, as of two days ago, um, we're going to have a weekly bo- uh, boxing podcast. Uh, so we'll just be delving into that as well as as long as um, not as long, sorry, as as well as the criminology side as well. So um, looking forward to do that. But let us introduce it to the main man, Alan. How are you? Not badly. Not bad. So. Introduce yourself, Alan. How did it all start with you? Started with me in the 80s, boxing loan. Uh, I was born down Newbegin, secondary modern school education, left at 15 year old, come from the 15 ups and downs till I was 20 odd. Come to the time, hit the 30 mark, went to the gym, few mates together. A local lad from Washington run the gym, Colin Wallace. I was 30 year old, we used to spar, I sparred a lot with a lad who had several uh, bouts, John Pointer. Is that amateur or professional? Amateur, well known in the amateur days he was, 40 plus fights, Uh, also John McKenzie who left the area, a merchant navy champion, Uh, he'd be about the age of now, he'd be about uh, 50 odd, but anyway, Local lads at the time, sparring parts for the pair of them. At the age of 34, you'd be when I was around, that was a finish with boxing. No masters, there was no masters degree now, no masters where you go over the top now. So 30 year old, doing my own little bit. Uh, I, uh, my son was born two, three, he was born in 85. I was in the early 80s. Uh, once it was 94, he became nine. Young Alan. Uh, we got a gym in Ashington. Golden Gloves, it was right next to the uh, Unemployment Benefit Office down our own road. Uh, me and John run it. Uh, Golden Gloves, we named it. So we got into it. Um, Alan was there, and then I took him up to Blythe Empire, Coopin, Coopin Road, to a man of everybody knows in the boxing of the amateur as Les Walsh. Uh, me and Les hit her off together. I become a coach there. So my lad was nine year old. I had a daughter eight, and the other laddie, he must have been about five or six then. They were all, in the end, the the, the lassie, or Nicola, she become uh, into the kid gloves. Uh, Alan boxed for, for several long years for Blythe. Then Graham came up later at time. Alan was a pretty good, uh, respect, well-respected, good boxer. Uh, anybody asks any questions, just need to see Les Walsh. He certainly put Blythe on the map. Uh, I'll just stop there. I'll just stop Alan there. Uh, even Alan, young Alan, has sparred uh, many, many uh, fighters that's went on to not only just go professional, but 
also win titles, prestigious titles. Um, I'll just name one of them, Bradley Saunders. And Alan? Also, Bradley Saunders from Sedgefield, very good boxer, he turned pro, 14 fights. They had to finish with uh, hand damage. Paul Truscott from South Bank. He's been on the the, the Sky umpteen times. He's a champion. Uh, oh, Ricky Burns, young Ricky Burns, and that. There's a few. T- he's been on amongst a few from South Bank through the all the way through Middlesbrough. Uh, yeah, he was a well liked lad, and uh, he was very, pretty well technical. Was Alan, and uh, he's a lovely, lovely kid. Uh, John had stress he gave him right. one time didn't he yeah <clears throat> the one of a club um, at Sunland oh I'm trying to get to the club to think where the club was but it was a club where John H. Tracy uh, not, he got photographed with John H. no no in fact it was a Jarrah it was a Jarrah Jumping Jacks uh, it was his first fight and he won by a TKO and he was presented with gloves from Johnny H. Tracy, and Johnny H. Tracy says he'll, he'll go far. How one early got it mixed up is because he also had Tommy Conroy do the same when he was at Lanton Street against one of his kids. He, he was another one that said Alan would go far. Um, and he progressed. He must have ended up with about 22, 23 fights during his time at uh, Blythe. And uh, Les is a very good coach, you know, he's, what he knows, his knowledge. And uh, I had seven years there at the club. Finished in 2000. So when I finished in 2000, I had four kids, and the third kid was obviously Graham was born in '89. So he was going through that with Blythe and all. And I left in 2000 to set my own place up. All it was was a bit garage in Ashington. And then when 2005 came along, uh, the Ashington Welfare offered us to take on, it used to be an old welfare in, um, in Ashington in the past. Before they shut down the miners. Right. So they asked us to take it on. That took it on in 2005. We progressed from 2005 to 2017. Amateur, Ashton Amateur. Uh, we had a lot of fights. We had a lot of uh, publicity. Everything was going champion. And then we turned into unlicensed in 2017. And we, uh, some of the lads wanted to make a penny or two. So since then, we've been on the unlicensed up till this very present time where I've lately got four or five boxes with me at present. Alan is busy looking for a place, whether it be a unit or a gym or anything where lads can train. Um, he's, they've got a brilliant record, uh, from especially from just doing it in the backyard. I mean, it might sound a bit ridiculous, oh, the backyard, but I've seen the equipment that's in that. It's... That's, it, it's like a real gym. It it it's just lacking a roof. That's all it's lacking. And if anybody's out there who's willing to sponsor or have a place free for Alan and his boxers, the One Spec Warriors, you'll get much publicity. Um, nobody knows, and everybody knows Alan. He knows everybody. And it's not just around here. Alan knows people from here. Got down down to Carlisle, maybe it's further. Um, got great contacts in the business. Um, but like I say, if anybody's willing to put up a unit or a gym or would like to get in contact with Alan, um, we'll put you his number in here a little later on. Um, 
but yeah get in touch even if you get in touch at boxing tribunal at gmail.com and i could even put something for uh, alan if you's if you have got anything to offer um so alan having trained from the yard i know yourself you had the welfare and stuff like that how different uh, do people approach you differently now that you're doing it out the yard and that you haven't got us like it proper gym there's a lot of people say they're there for if we get a place at the minute it's old school as a as a classic but i will do everything we do pads we can do shuttle runs we can do anything with weights and pad work and everything and at the end of the day old school must be paying off because we've had uh, 42 fights over the three-year period we've had 26 wins two draws and 14 defeats and to be based to be totally honest Maybe should have been about 11 defeats, but there's a odd one or two. Get the, it goes different ways, you know. You've yeah. had titles as well, haven't you? Oh, yeah. We've been in uh, titles with belts, four belts. Come home with one of them. Um, he soon won a belt. Uh, he defended it lately. Uh, and one of the lads who took a belt home himself. He's been with the club since opening, since he, he's 22 in July. He's been with the club from the age of uh, 9, 10. Technical glitch, had a little bit of a worry there, but we can continue. Alan. As I was saying, it's, it's classed as old school at the end of the deal. Very good record, as it tells you. Um, having anybody on the books turn pro, Danny Wall turn pro after leaving me with Tommy Conroy, Danny will tell you. Um, I would have loved me own soon, Alan, but at a later time, uh, what were family wise, here on the way. He, he dropped out of the sport. He was obviously he still gets talked about by Brad and then myself. Um, the next one could would like to be Josh Johnstone. He's 22 in July, but the thing is, well, we'll, we'll not know yet whether he's, he, he's wanting to go pro or not. But basically, yeah, I've got um, four or five lads at the minute uh, going at it, going at it. I've got. Um, I've got my nephew back into it, Zach. Uh, I've got Ryan Tyler, who's a good. He would be a good prospect. Uh, Josh himself. We'll just. But I'll just stop many years ago. I'll just bring it on to Josh a second. Josh has had Josh Johnson. has had a, a lot of amateur fights. He's he's well schooled. Not only that, he's done a lot of the unlicensing and his ball has had. Pro coaches from Sunderland and Newcastle approach him about Josh. Um, not only Josh's sparred professionals as well. Um, he's he's been in with ex-professionals in the unlicensed scene. Um, he he's part of a well-known uh, kid from Newcastle, from Burtley, Tommy Whitfield, super 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 boxer, brilliant amateur brock background doing well for himself in the program so early in his career um, he'd done very well against him inspiring as well and this is this is why I'm saying he doesn't know whether he will go professional or not time maybe as will tell um, but he, he's got the potential to do very well has Josh haven't he yeah he's boxed the likes of ex-pros and all Chrissy Bennett from Newcastle and Dougie Curran are well known also He's had 11 of his unlicensed fights alone, five stoppages. He's won nine out of 11, and he's only been beat off the two X, given weight away at the X 
ex-pros, and both the ex-pros have given the deepest respect Senny go for. But yet again, it's just just wait and see whether the lad goes forward and grabs the opportunity when it's there, you know. How was Danny? Danny, I think he had to, he's went off out of it, out of the pitch at the minute. He had three three pros. I'm not sure whether he win two or three, and um, I think he's died down or died down a bit. And he's he's been in the own license. Then he's had other things to do. But you know, Danny, good lad. I, I fetched both him and his brother up uh, Matthew when they were just kids hell of a pressure fighter Danny oh yeah definitely he's, he's boxed some good kids he boxed um, Viv Graham boxed him twice for me majority defeated him the Marriott uh, and then the Union Jack at Throckley uh, no no it was the Northern sorry for me the second time yeah a correction the Northern and the, the closest their decision that ever even even Viv Graham talks about it now and I'm pretty well in touch with young Viv at the minute and it was just it took some cracking bouts you'd coached Viv as well didn't you no well, no not really I've 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 I've, I've just you know I've, I've known the last you've done in that no, no, I haven't got him doing the pads with him yet. No, uh, but he's he says he'll come around to doing pads and that and have a bit crack, you know. Um, he's at, at the minute he's at Ernie Blanky's, mm-hmm. Blanky's up, Blanky Lane, at Gates Head. Mm-hmm. Um, How's lovely he kid. And I didn't know his father that well. I knew his brother, and I I, I know Viv, and uh, Viv's well into the boxing. Nice kid. So is that obviously? When obviously everything dies down restriction wise, yeah, it, it, is that definitely going to happen? Oh, it's definitely going to happen. Yeah, he's actually told us he, he's still at gates. Yet. He said he'll just come down, you know, uh, old school, have a look, see what it's like. Just have a bit crack, you know, like boxers, you know, yeah. do. And uh, I'll take him on the pads and that because I think it's it's something, you know, young Viv, he's a nice nice kid, you know. And what was what was been happening in the past and all the years past? Yeah, uh, his family's he's done well. Ah, right. Um, how we been finding this whole situation with the coronavirus? Well, there's the corona. At the end of the day, we were we're home to get a place. Uh, other people got if they got the gyms, they've been put back. Obviously, us old school. As long as the weather holds out. I've got my backyard, as I might say. So at the end of the day, it hasn't been pulled on for us. Uh, stay the distance off of the pads, mm-hmm. as everybody says. And at the end of the day, uh, we're still training, still follows on, and uh, can't wait for the season for this to go by because uh, there'll be a few shows coming off before Christmas on license. Uh, and just. Just for the people who say, "Ah, oh, he's been training during that." I've seen Alan's. Alan's got well. We'll give a shout out to Alan's partner because she's kept it nice and clean and with the soap and stuff and the shower, uh, the uh, gels and stuff. So uh, the boxers are safe. Just to your mourners out there. Uh, so uh, are you hoping? Do you think? I, I I personally told Alan that I've I'm expecting him his phone to blow up after this coronavirus thing is once the lockdown and that's happened because the amount of people who's been training indoor keeping themselves fit who are itching again to the gym now uh, it, it's going to be astronomical I just don't think Alan's going to have the time how are you going to fit it in with your other boxers when you because it is going to happen 
people are going to phone you up and say, "Can we come?" Oh yeah, but at the end of the at the end of the day, I would like no nothing better than a place. When you get a place, then you usually have problems with getting sponsors and things like that. And newspapers. I've I'm quite the opposite. I've got the newspapers. I've got the radio. I've got three or four sponsors and more coming. In fact, uh, do you want to give a plug to your sponsors before you? Yeah, I've, I've got. Uh, <coughs> I've got the uh, Blythe LFS Loans Finance. I've got the Hungry Shack from Washington, which is a chicken shop on uh, Station Road. Um, I'm waiting for another one coming off now. Paradise Pizza. Um, I had uh, the nine bar, which closed down, went in liquidation lately. It was a, it was a bar on the main street in Ashington. But um, there's a few more coming off. I've got the newspapers. I've always got uh, Brian Bennett, News Post. I've got John Gibson. I've got him. He's all, always always puts an ad in for us. He explained how we were old school in the paper, you know what I mean? And expressed how good we're doing for... You know, the facilities not mm-hmm. being up to standards, they would have thought. But at the end of the day, John Gibson's a good friend of mine, Brian Bennett, I've got, like I say, newspapers, uh, radio, you know, and even got sponsors. Now, we'll head down with one place after just about getting it. All we want is a place to train, and everybody will fly in because I've had them, numerous people saying, once you get a place, we're into it so do you know what I mean that's that's basically what we're waiting to see what happens I even there's even um, charity shows coming off basically in December uh, things are going about I may I may even box myself you may box old. yourself yeah I've got a one lined up you've got if the, was, crazy if, the medical, if the medical board will allow us I'll even take that one on Alan's crazy people but I'll, I will give him his due he's a very fit man for his age really fit but be careful <laughs> this, so how, how is this going to come off whereabouts in the first place it could be <clears throat> I've been told by the guy from Shields uh, and Andrew Nunn he's 42 year old he's boxed one of my lads he didn't come on too well with my lad like, but he's 42 years of age um, he's had a good few. He's had a good few um, martial arts things, uh, MMEs. Um, he got stopped off young Josh a while back. He's forty-two year old. I'm sixty-three. He's seventy-two kilo. He's actually explained if I'm seventy-eight or seventy-nine, we'll get the fight on. If I'm still at eighty-six, which I've come down from ninety-five in seven weeks, he says uh, due to the road work and that. Even at 63, he has said we'll go for a charity. It's just to be there, to be in it, to have a go, get in there, even at my age. Do you know what I mean? I think I should just about hold me on. Fingers crossed. <laughs> You're crazy, Alan. Alan Dave's, well, I'm not saying just because he's worked the doors that he's done that, but Alan, everybody in Ashton knows Alan. He, he, he's been a bit of a bad lad, but like I say, he's he put a lot into the community with not basically for nothing. For nothing, Alan. I'm right, aren't I? Yeah, I'm right to say for nothing. These like these people like Alan don't get paid for what they're doing, and for the people that they bring off the streets and can nurture and guide is it, there's not a certificate or a medal to be made. What what should be given to these types of people? How you been keeping in touch with the boxing recently, Alan? Yeah, I, uh, 
that could even be <coughs> if uh, if the corona moves on and gets gets underway and finished any time in the July that could be that could be fights coming off. I, I don't know. It's just up to the it's just up to the officials and all that. But yeah, uh, and I'm I'm keen with boxing itself. And uh, like I say, I watch a few boxing. My favourite boxers, you know, is to me. To me, the best in my era, the best technical box I've ever known was Muhammad Ali. Well, well, and there's Sugar Ray Leonard, and there's, you know, there's uh, Mike Tyson, the best knockout. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, I'm enjoying the boxing. I'm a football coach, you know, I'm a physio. At the end of the day, my sport is boxing. I've been there, been there for years, many, many years. I got me, me assistant and me full coaching badges at the likes of Blind Empire and then progress to my own so really at the end of the day boxing's probably it's probably there probably there till my last breath well I know Alan's favourite boxer at the minute currently I'll let him tell you and then we'll pause for a second who's your favourite boxer Alan at this current minute in the heavyweight division my <laughs> well the, in the heavyweight uh there's a few of them, like, isn't there? Uh, off the top, right off the top of my head, uh, I can't really say for definite because it's. He likes. He yeah. loves Wilder. Oh, oh, yeah. And he likes White. Oh, <laughs> right. Say no more. But uh, Wilder had the knockout punch purely sorted. Best of luck to him. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. What do you think about the third fight? The trilogy could happen. Um, he's got a lot of. Uh, I was totally against Fury because, like his father, bit, bit of a mouth on a stick. I thought that's my personal, mm-hmm. you know, uh, thing of it. But he done it. Uh, well, now that uh, while I was never a technical boxer, yeah. it's going to take a lot to fetch it back, turn it back over. Can he? Can he do that though? Well, Has he got? Obviously, he's had time on his side. Yeah, and he's still got that knockout punch as Tyson found it out. Mm-hmm. Nothing happening, and bang. And at the end of the day, okay, he recovered, but that was the left hand finish him off. His right hand was damaged. You got a man like Wilder coming back. He's got to change his ways. He's got to get a bit more technical. He's got a lot to do, <clears throat> and I'm a great fan of him. He's got a lot to do, an awful lot. But at the end of the day, if he can get a little bit better technical... That, that punch is still there because that's it's, it's a punch. big punch and when you've got that punch it doesn't matter what with Wilder it, it doesn't matter when he decides to detonate that it, it could be round 1 it could be round 12 as proven in the first Tyson Fury fight he's just a dangerous man apparently according to rumours he's bringing George Foreman in so on board do you think that could help him? George Foreman? mhm I was never much technical ability about George Foreman, really, and all. He was just a, a big hitter, arms crossed in the air, bump. Uh, you look for technical technical ability in in the era, and there's nobody better than Ali technically ability, and likes of Sugar Ray in them categories, mm-hmm. you know, you know, if it's welterweights, if it's, you know, light heavies and things like that. But, um, I don't know, uh, I would say possible, but... I don't think uh, much that much of um, what's his name Joshua, but it's up. It's an open case now. 
you know. Yeah, so definitely, it is an open case until either or until either Fury and Joshua fight. It's uh, always going to be that balance. To me, I'm biased. I'm, I've always been a Fury man. Always have been. Always will be from the very start. That's not just taken away, but it, it even so. I think he's got to remain. He, he can't just think that because he's just steamrolled him in that second fight that he can gain in that third fight and do it exactly the same way. He's going to have to stop switch down. Power. Simple as that. There again, if any of any you out there have watched Mike Tyson lately at his age, in his training sessions, he could definitely be in the, in the ruling at that because he's, he's not lost a great lot. He may be getting on, but when I last looked at him on, on video lately, currently, he's still a man. Do you think he's his punch resistance will be there? Not all of it, but well, it's, it's easy. I've seen him now, mm-hmm. you know. My view on, the Tyson, on the, uh, Mike Tyson comeback is, you've, if he's doing it for charity, you've got to support him. But yeah. how far is he wanting to take this comeback? Me personally, I don't think he can compete with the likes of Wilder, Fury, Joshua, White. I, I, I think it's been too Fit, long. Fitness-wise, age-wise. Fitness-wise. Uh-huh. Uh, these guys are more active. They're younger. They're, they're fresher. They're more, more hungry. More hungry yeah. And it just with... We didn't have to go, well, we do have to go far back, but look at what happened to Mike Tyson and the Danny Williams fight and the Kevin McBride fight. I would hate for our generation now who have never seen Mike Tyson fight, for Mike Tyson to go into the fight, get knocked out and say Mike Tyson was nothing, because just to take that aura away from him. But, like you say, I think you've got to support him. Um, but, like I say, how far is he willing to take this comeback? How many? You've met some famous boxers over the years. Oh yeah, I've met. I've met uh, at the Conscious Civic Centre on two, two different occasions. Frank Bruno, uh, Stevie Collins, um, uh, Richie Woodall. He was interested in Matty and Danny Wall many years ago when I was there. Um, I've known Glenn McCrory for a long time. Well, well, and you know Glenn, I know him very well. Uh, oh well. <laughs> oh well. I've actually, I've actually, you know, took pictures for when he's needed them when he's be, been in front of a punter and I take the kid on my arms. How long do you mind if we take a picture and whatnot? Glenn's, Glenn's a nice lad. I know his brother Gary and that. And I know, done a lot for North Jimmy and that. Yeah. Done a lot of. A real lot. Take some bottle again to that ring, you know, yeah. to get it underneath them ropes and done what he done. You know what I mean? Cruiserweight. It's, it's <laughs> absolutely Big, powerful, fantastic. <laughs> you know? When you step in with the likes of um, Lennox Lewis, you're asking for some of the AC. So, you know, greatest, deepest respect. It wasn't bad, Glenn mate, McCurry. was it? <laughs> he wasn't bad. <laughs> um, but I see, I, I met Ricky Hatton at the Penrith Discovery Centre. I also met Ricky Hatton, nice nice guy. So there was Ricky Hatton, there was Richie Woodall, Glenn McCory, uh, Frank Bruno, Steve Collins, just off the top of my head anyway. Um, such a great sport, the boxing, though, you know. It's how many, going back there, yeah, how much ideas? How many boxers literally do you think you've had? In the region? Oh. Um, not these guys, not like me, who come, had one fight, then disappeared, come back. I'm talking who's literally, consistently, 
a consistent basis. Oh, I couldn't put a number on it. I mean, it's they come in the it's gym. High. They come in the gym at knee high. Then you see them the next time in the, they're about six foot out. <laughs> uh, they're coming back for return, or or, or they've they've enjoyed their time in the past. It's 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 something. It's a sport where you'll always have them coming in, dying out, watching watching a rocky film, wanting to be main man, and then in the end, it's all down to bottle and nerves, and to get into that ring takes a lot. Is there any boxers who you've just thought, you know, if you just stuck in, if you just kept coming and put your head down, that they could have really done something? Well, if my son had kept up with Blythe Empire, uh, he was asked by Umpteen Conroy's and all him. Alma's, he's a very well-known lad, you know. He's Fantastic everybody, boxer. Uh, yeah, everybody knows him. Not just because my son. I've had, I've had, now I've had my son in boxing. I've had my other son, Graham, you know. He got a belt. He's been in the boxing. He's had seven and five in the unlicensed. I've now got my nephew back, Zach. He uh, had quite a few amateurs, Yeah, he had he? quite a few amateurs. Um, you know they've all they've all like sort of had a crack at it, and sometimes they get back of it, and sometimes they don't. It's not the easiest sport. It's it's not like kicking a football with eleven people on a hundred twenty yards. You know what I mean? It's the pressure, the pressure in order to hit and not be hit. Mm-hmm. You can be as hard a hitter as what you want. They can tell you I've got a son there. He's five, six, nine year old, and mine he can hit. It's got nothing to do with power. It's got to do with power, speed, listening, taking the knowledge in, being able to be aware of not getting hit, hitting back, countering. It's got nothing to do with whether he's just bumping and hit because it's a lonely place in the ring. When you are meant, to, when you're taken on as a as a scrapper and a man boxes your head off, there's nothing more humiliating. I found that out even in sparring, twelve runs on a Sunday when I was thirty year old, constantly every weekend with John Pointer, but. John ended up in a bad way sometimes. He'll tell you that himself. <laughs> Moving forward, I've got some boxers here. I want your opinion on them. Daniel Dubois. Daniel Dubois, as far as I'm concerned, 2022, he's going to definitely nail it. I think, in my, this is my opinion, I think Daniel Dubois, he's got, well, he's got uh, the age, he's, he's, he's a young lad, he's a good hitter. Both hands, he's very elusive, his uh, power, his elusiveness, like I say, everything he's, I think he's got all rolled in. I think Daniel Dubois will go far, I think. How do you think you do against Joe Joyce? I think he'll beat Joe Joyce, that's my opinion. You How know do you what think I mean? it'll like, go? What? How do you think it'll go? It's going to be a, cl- a clang of the first three runs. Um, do you think Joyce will take Dubois into deep waters? Obviously, with Joyce having the more extensive amateur background. I'm thinking, I'm thinking seven and nine. Seven and nine. Maybe as early as I, and it's seven and nine. Mm-hmm. Could possibly be a five if uh, Dubois bang on his game. Um, take nothing away from Joyce. He's a good boxer. Mm-hmm. Definitely take nothing away from it. Your opinion's your opinion, you know. Uh, but he's got everything: youth, speed, agility, brain. He's just he, fantastic. He, job. he is fantastic. He's a fantastic man to watch boxing. There's other men I used to watch boxing for speed and uh, power, for power at the same time, reading, and that was Lobachenko and that. Yes. Then you're going into different waters, you see, you know, and then Triple G. Now you're going into different, for weights wise, I think Dubois is like the Pacquiao, he's like the, would like 
you know, bigger weight, obviously, you know, uh, Lobachek, he's mixed in, he, he can box and mm-hmm. he can hit. He's not just a banger. Conor Bain? I like Conor Bain. The first thing I'd like Conor Bain to do, <clears throat> I would have loved to have done fight Eubank Jr. Because my honest opinion of the Eubanks, Billy Joe Saunders tells you his opinion with the junior, and that's the same as me. And the fella, well, uh, yeah, he's been there, he's done it. Chris Eubanks Sr., but he's very boring. I found him very boring to watch, you know, with his pose and then his monocle. So at the end of the day, I haven't got enough for the for the, the Eubanks. I like Billy Joe. I think Billy Joe Fantastic boxer I, I think Billy Joe One of my favourite boxers Yeah, ask us with Dubois and Joyce I think I'll stick a double on or maybe If I had a house I would probably stick the house on <laughs> And it'd be harder for, It'd be harder for Dubois and Joyce But if it was just on one I'd probably I'd probably easy to hit the house Probably Probably come into another house And I'll well, I think uh, <coughs> Billy Joe will definitely Shut um, Eubank up How do you think Billy Joe will do against Canelo If that ever happens? They are going into deep, deep waters, different altogether. Uh, uh, got, uh, Can I just say something before you give your thingy? Uh, uh, advice, sorry, an opinion. If you look back at the Canelo fights with the boxers, he has been given some crazy scorecard numbers. Crazy scorecard numbers. Lara, when he boxed him, when he boxed Mayweather, he got shut out completely, but one judge gave it to Canelo. Does that make you wary? Oh, it's always, it's always, it's always open to criticism, judges and everything else, and whatever guns, it guns with the boxing. You, you've got the likes of, when you get back to Eubank Jr., though, what, what makes me laugh is his dad, he'll take Triple G on. He'll do this, he'll do that. And as soon as it was mentioned, it never got back of him. Now he's saying he'll do it, and Billy Joe sums it up well. He says, that man could probably beat me. He's, Billy Joe says, that man, Triple G, could probably beat Eubank and Billy Joe on the same night. And he's being totally honest about it. I think that would be bad, bad, bad decision to take that. Eubank, I think Eubank, Quite honestly, we have three hopes to get through that. Morris hope, Bob hope, and no hope. <laughs> I, I think it was. I think it's suicide as well. I know uh, Chris Eubank Jr. is training with Roy Jones Jr. at the minute, but for me, I know it's a fantastic career move. But to me, it's a little too late. Um, you, the videos still no upper body movement, still no head movement, still a stationary target coming forward, planting his feet. Um, I think Billy Joe, even if they do box again, it's a landslide win. And if Eubank Jr. does fight Golovkin, that's a knockout waiting to happen, in my personal opinion. Josh Kelly? Josh Kelly. Love the man a bit. Good, good, good prospect. Definitely a good prospect, Josh Kelly. Chizora Yusek? Uh, that is a hard one, but when you say Chisora and Yusik, Yusik, uh, I knew all along he would he would beat Bellew, and I, and I got I made money with Bellew against uh, yeah. here, but I think Yusik's going up too far. Chisora, it's different in the heavyweights. He's like a cruiserweight blown up. He's great at what he does, and at his time, 
he might find Chisora he's at the hit and slow he might, he might take it on points but he's, he's taking a long step with that for weight wise then he's got to come into this category after Chisora he goes there's Dillian White in there and there's a lot more big hitters used to Keeping and a tank weight. full of sharks. Yeah, ah, that's what he is, ain't he? Stick the way he was. I mean, I knew Bellio wouldn't make it, and I love Bellio to bits. I haven't got much to say about Scousers, but <laughs> that was one Scouser I liked. He said what he would do to here, and I even won money on the round, and I knew it. No disrespect to David here. He's good in his time, but Bellio, I knew, use it with Dome, and I think it's a bad move, using him to try and come up with it. I think they should stick to their weights. Junior Jones did it. Oh, wait on wait on wait it's an incredible thing to do and it, it really is harder than what they think uh, you know? it, it is that, that extra weight they're carrying they've got to carry that for the rounds it's some it's sparring's different to the actual fight itself you've got the fight nerves added on to that it's just a whole different ball game I think Chisora has pressure style your face first in your face I think that could pose you know, like a couple of problems at the start, but like like Eubank Jr. and like Canelo, they've come up short against boxers, and Chisora is no different when you come up against here, when you come up against Fury, when you come up against uh, Vitali. Yeah, it just seems that step up in level, Chisora. I, I, I hope I'm wrong because I love Del, I love Delboy. He's a brilliant fighter. Um, I just hope he can just maintain the pressure he can on Yusuk for as long as he can. Um, right, Alan, is there anything else you want to mention before we wrap up? I'm, I'm anxious to see the, <coughs> the U-Bank and the... Billy Joe Saunders, I'd love to get a good crack to see what happens with that and I'm looking forward to that one because apparently it looks as if it's, it looks as if it's going to get in. That's one. I'd like to see the Billy Joe Saunders and Eubank, I'm very fascinated on what's going to happen there. Even though it looks as if it's just, it's going to be one side, it could be different boxing's boxing, just takes one punch. Um, like I say, there's, uh, we'll see what happens so if, if Fury gets a chance at, uh, at Joshua, unless of course I think it's mandatory he's got to take, he's got to have a go for the trilogy, any or not? He's, well, with Wilder uh, at the minute, I think Wilder's still injured. He's had the surgery. Um, they are talking about um, White and Fury before. That's what Eddie Hearn, I believe, White's pushing for. But it's Fiori's turned around and said he's not paying Wilder step aside money. He's not paying anybody step aside money. So, so it's uh, obviously it's a, a big, it's a third and last. That's it. That'll be the end of it. Mm-hmm. Make questions asked, whichever goes the next one. I would. I, I, now this is far fetched, but do you know what I would like to see? A little tournament between them. I would. I would love to see the top four heavyweights in the world right uh, now. A hundred percent. Fury, Joshua, Joshua White. White, Wilder. Wilder. Then I have a little four-man tournament would be ridiculous. I think it could make a lot of money out of that. <laughs> a lot, a lot of money. You see, it's uh, heavyweight boxing, which totally different. Totally different when you're going, when you're going down the weights and that, you know, and you're watching the, the other ones on and you get the, the big heavyweights. But like I say, you... You've had the Klitschko's in the past. You've had this. I thought they were decent, boring at times. Let us see something else. Fair enough. 
in my eyes, Fury, Fury did. He beat Klitschko. I think it was one of the most boring fights you could watch then. Like, um, I think Joshua done better. Dropped back up, you know, come back. Uh, uh, I don't know with Joshua. I thought Joshua was sidestepping Wilder before Wilder got beat off Fury. Um, like, you've got to think, now you've got to think, I'm not a Fury lover, but at the end of the day, obviously, if Wilder's not in the mix-up, even though he's American, even though, you know, he's not one of them, uh, and uh, Joshua's English, and you've got, like, uh, Fury. I'm not really bothered with a Fury. If he, if he beats uh, Joshua, best of luck to him. I just thought Joshua was avoiding the two of them for a long, long enough. Give credit to what Fury said. We want it. We've got the balls to step in. And they got it on, and they got it on twice. Not many see this is another thing. People are quick to criticise Deontay Wilder now because he got beat. More so for the excuses. But people are sh they've got uh, terrible memories. It was only, what, a year, a year and a half ago this man was the most vicious knockout puncher in boxing heavyweight history. It's that simple. People are quick to forget that. And... I believe that Wilder can come back. I believe he can come back stronger. It's just whether he's going to take this advice on board. But getting back to this little tournament, it could it could be possible because Fury's contracts up with ESPN and top rank until Fight's time. So that would leave Joshua White. And you know what Eddie Hearn's like with his money. He's not shy of flashing that about, is he? No. To bring Fury in there, that's the three. Yeah. Just take a little bit of money to get Wilder in and we might have that four-man tournament. People are fastening from the bandwagon to pull people down when they've lost the first fight. Take Ricky Hatton, for example. What he done for boxing, he got beat off two of the best pound-for-pound boxers in the world. Now, they might say he's on the sidelines, he's coaching in the, in the Fury uh, era, and sometimes he's, he's on, this year he's abusing his body and things, but you know, to think there's only the two men that stood out, Pacquiao and uh, Mayweather, and, the, and to be beat off them two only in your career, people underestimate when they pull down, because many, many people would be in the same, would, would, they'd be lucky to be in the same position, put it that way, for to be only beat off Mayweather. Two of our and best in the generation. Exactly. So. In my generation, from what I've seen, they are two by far the best boxers. I mean, look at Pacquiao now. He's still Billy. He's beaten the likes of Thurman. He's he got robbed off Horn. That was a disgusting disgrace. Same with the Timothy Bradley. That was a disgusting robbery. I I believe Pacquiao now should stop away from the likes of Spence. Too big. Too mean. Thurman surprised me. That really did put Pacquiao at that age now, right up in the estimations. No mug, very, very good, and he gave him a boxing lesson. At, to do it at his age, to exactly. beat the youth, and, and not just the youth. Look at the people who Thurman's beat. He was undefeated fighter. It, it's ridiculous for him, for Pacquiao at 40 or 41 year old, to still do that. It is ridiculous. How do you, how do you feel on a mayor when I come back? I'd love, to, I'd love to see it. Mayweather, pretty boy Mayweather is pretty boy because everybody forgets boxing is to hit and not be hit if possible. If you can knock somebody out with a flurry of punches or you can anyway, at the end of the day, 
Yeah, object of the game is to go on in. We're the we're the man up the first round if possible. If he's a boxer, you if you're a boxer, you follow him. If you've got to follow him on your toes. If he's a brawler, you wear him up. At the end of the day, what it is in boxing, it's it's a pretty hard game, but you've got to be you've got to be ready for it for the boxing. It's it's. You kind of just jump in the ring and just say, well, I've knocked a few people out and I'm going to knock him out, you know. Mayweather is good at what he does. Yeah. Mayweather, that's why he's a pretty boy. And that's... <laughs> and like Ricky Hatton said, he doesn't even think you could hit him with a box of con- confetti, so uh, that's, that's ridiculous. Penel Whitaker? I like Penel Whitaker, but I didn't put him... God rest his soul. I didn't put him in the top six and seven when they put... The, the positions of the boxers with Fury, Wyler, Joshua before Wyler and Fury had the, when they put the, the, the positions of... Uh, the pound for pounds. Pound for pounds. I wouldn't have put them, see, I wouldn't have put them as high. You know what I mean? I was a good boxer. But you know, you, you've got some good ones in amongst it at the time. You know, you've got the Mayweathers as it is, you've got the Patios, you've got the... You got the Tysons, you know. Then you then you have your Tyson Fury and your Wilder. But look at Canelo. His Canelo defense. Way, uh, you can tell he studied Mayweather. A hundred percent. A lot of the was, movements. That, that was. They were good fights. Canelo, Canelo, Mayweather. That was a fantastic fight. That to me, and I, I, I'm gonna openly admit this. Uh, every fight on Mayweather fought. I picked the other fighter because I didn't like Mayweather. I respect him. I respect his boxing ability 1,000%. I just didn't like his persona. Yeah. That's why I was wanting to get beat. But I do respect the man. That fight against Canelo, that really, that just, I know Canelo was weight drained, if you want to call it that. But what a fantastic performance. Yeah. I always say the persona gets to them. Gone for Nazim Hamid for one. I didn't like him for the same reason. He was good, but when he came over Barrera on that, he got to know it. You kind of go in the ring and shove your chin out in professional and stand there waving your hands down and think you're going to just walk over people. At the end of the day, boxing's a skill. It is. Showboat as much as you want. Muhammad Ali showboated. He kept it in the corner to showboat it though. He did the Ali shuffle. Dropped his hands once or twice, got hit. Got hit off Joe Fraser. But at the end of the day, he kept his cool and he boxed behind his jabs. And at the end of the day, that's a total different to really being a proper showboater. The likes of Eubank, Senior, and the likes of Nazim Hamid. Even uh, even Amir Khan got, got a bit of a head on it when he got a bit better. And then he met it, he, he met it when he went up in the weights. What do you think about him saying he could train himself? He's had that many, that many excuses. Than the, than the, the, when the change... From coach to coach to coach, you know, you're asking yourself the question, you know, the coaches are supposed to know best. If you're not sure about your coach after six, eight, six, seven years and you get a change, but when you're constantly changing them and using the excuse, you know, I'm, I'm going in for a different coach, a different. It worked with Tyson Fury, fair dues, I'll give him that. That was probably a lot of people thought might have been a mistake at short notice, you know, like sort of changing, changing it about. I was worried about that. I yeah. was I was really worried about that. Um, I wasn't worried for the matter that I thought, oh my god! I just thought the timing of it. Just so close. To just the, so the close. Big fight. Yeah, to a big fight, but 
props to Fury and the team that got it absolutely spot on. Um, it, what, my thing with Fury is what caught me with Fury is it was his, the inside fighting for such a big guy at a young age. And to go from that, even the way he was boxing Hammer and the Chisoras, to put on a performance like that against Klitschko, where he couldn't really land a glove on him, even if he did, it didn't affect him. And then to do that against Wilder, I think sometimes it needs to be appreciated a little bit more. But the best asset in Tyson Fury, when he stands up 6'9", the thing is, he's an awkward boxer anyway, he's very awkward. He has got the brain, I never really like the, the guy, and I don't think, even being a Wilder fan, all, all along, I've got egg on my face when it comes to it, and I've always preached Wilder, but at the end of the day now, when I say it now, I cannot say Wilder beating him, but what would happen if he did? That's that would be something for it. We're going to get a quadrupler. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. Because, uh, like I said, I, I don't think Wilder's out of it. When you've got a punch like that and you can carry it for 12 rounds, I think you're so dangerous. You've just got to remain switched on. What gets me is they used to say he's boxed nobody. <laughs> but Stavern's and that, Washington and whatnot, <clears throat> and spelt down there. You've got to look at, he has had a pedigree. There's a lot that actually evaded him. But when he, when he got in the ring, uh, he wasn't the cleverest technical boxer. But it's like Mike Tyson, everybody watched him to see the knockout. So at the end of the day, as thin and dangly as he looked, well, he, he had a good top off. He didn't have the legs. But at the end of the day, he... What is it? He amused the... He brings that level crowd, of excitement. Excitement. Uh -huh. So I honestly don't think... I think it's going to be gone forward. It's going to be Fury and um, and Joshua if he doesn't evade Fury. And at the end of the day, he cannot now. But at the end of the day, uh, what a surprising thing if that was to happen. Though, if he was to go back, you know, to the, the the knowledge, try to get some knowledge, try to get change his ways. What a thing! I mean, Tyson did it. Obviously, Tyson Fury did in a way change his way. Imagine if that happened. Right, and you've seen a total different fight, which I don't think will happen. And I'm a fan, but at the end of the day, what would happen then? What would people say then if it come to another one? <laughs> you know, so he's not out of it altogether. The heavyweights, Alan, there's nobody who could tell you more than me. You know yourself. Aye. You've just with them punches, it's it's a whole different ball game, isn't it? Aye, I mean, Dillian White and uh, Chisora can be like two sloths, mm. and all of a sudden, pop, a shot That's come. And you're all Dillian White. He, he, he's the boogeyman to me. I think Dillian White will have a go at Wilder shortly because Dillian White always called Wilder out. Dillian White is a good hitter. Dillian White is a big unit, but he's not as agile. He, he proved that with Parker, that company near. He isn't agile, he's big and wide. He packs a punch, but not always does a punch get you when the other man's pointing you off. So at the end of the day, it should be that should be something to watch if Wilder comes back and then decides to step down to uh, White and come back up and see exactly how Dillian White would do. Um, I've got to throw this in here because I know there'll be people on Twitter who will counter this and say, yes, but Wilder did want White and said, if I will fight White if Joshua... Is at the end of that fight. That's it. Uh, That's right. But I'd, it's 
it's a it's a tricky situation you can look at it from both perspectives but it's at the end of the day i don't think you should if you're if, if you're gonna fight a man you shouldn't say oh well i want that man at the end of it and then con include that in the contract because you're not only short you short paying yourself because you you could negotiate even better like once that fight's out the way once you come to the negotiation side you could negotiate more for yourself but if you're putting that on the contract for the uh, the Dillian White fight you're shortchanging yourself in my opinion it, it doesn't make sense anyway because why would you have your two biggest heavyweights on the same contract it doesn't make sense um, and another thing as well for Deontay Wilder's side to offer Joshua the 50 million but for it to be on BT Sport was it's no good that's just a non-starting point it's a laughing point that Eddie Hearn and his team because there was Sky the Sky people so just to throw that in there Alan um, but honestly it's been amazing having you on Alan um, I'm definitely going to get you on again sometime um, catch up with you, see how things have progressed and see how things are moving forward with the shows and stuff like that and your boxers. Um, just like to give a shout out again to cbdselection.co.uk. Um, like I say, if you're suffering from lack of sleep, if you've got stress, anxiety, even acne, head over there to the cbdselection.co.uk. Uh, check out their products, skin products, e-vapes, liquids, gummy bears. They've got the whole lot. The discount code for is BBP666. BBP666. And that's for 10% discount. We're also in association with the Pugilist magazine. Uh, brilliant link up with them. Steve, uh, got some good stuff coming in the future with them. Also, for the criminology side, we've got some brilliant stuff to look forward to with that. Even got the Brian Cockrell part two. Um, see if we can get a couple of other guys on there as well. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to Cliff and Peep Magazine. Been extremely good to me over the years. Fantastic uh, guy. Brilliant footage. He shot some fantastic stuff over the years. Head over there. They've got a Flickr page. They've got it on issue and YouTube channel. Um, like again, just like to thank you all for listening. Uh, this is only the fourth podcast, but in my time we've managed to get some fantastic guests on. Um, and we've got some fantastic guests to look forward to. Uh, sorry about the complications in between. Just a couple. Uh, but you can't help that it's just one of them things but like i say thanks again for listening